Have you ever felt like the work you were supposed to love is instead sucking your soul and you aren't making the impact you always dreamed of making? If so, you aren't alone. From broke and underemployed to six figures plus, powered only by daydreams and grit, I realized I was burning out and my values of freedom, purpose, and making an impact were taking the backseat to my wallet. I realized that I needed to build my own field guide to awesome from the inside out. So I gave it all up and I traveled the world to rediscover what was most important to me and create a business that filled my pockets, filled my soul, and allowed me to multiply my impact. But the question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our community of experts and share the secrets of success from the inside out. My name is Trina Sarekia, and this is the Field Guide to Awesome. Welcome back to the Field Guide to Awesome, folks. In my last episode, I spoke with Connie Scavella. Connie is a speaker, author, and business and strategic advisor for CEOs and entrepreneurs seeking a quantum leap in their lives and business simultaneously. An entrepreneur for 17 years with degrees in theology and physics, she has worked with new startups, Fortune 500s, and Inc. 500 companies in healthcare, real estate, education, sports, finance, oil and gas, retail, ministry, hospitality, entertainment. We spoke about how she became the difference maker reverse engineering her success and niching profitably. It can be so easy to take success for granted. That is until your process stops working. That's why I spoke with Connie Scavella about how she got her aha from experiencing failure after a string of successes. So if you missed it, make sure to go back and check it out. But don't go yet, folks. My next guest is Sarah Stokes, an award-winning strategist who scaled successful businesses to multiple millions. She's just founded the Aligned Business Collective, a new place for B2B business owners to find their ideal clients and grow. High-powered visionary leaders with track records of success tend to continue creating success. But often, that proven strategy of success creation becomes a survival pattern that keeps you stuck in overwork and overwhelm. When you are ready to level up in a more satisfying and profitable way, it's time to go deeper into the common denominator in all of your endeavors. And that common denominator is you. That's why I'm talking with visionary Sarah Stokes of The Juicy Good Life about her journey from her career as a TV news anchor to her current level of entrepreneurial success. Join me in welcoming Sarah Stokes. Sarah, thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited about our conversation. I am so glad to be here. This has been like anticipation galore. I've been binging every episode and they are so good. So thank you for this honor. And this one is going to be one of the best. Oh, so yeah. it is. <laughs> so it is. So much it be. So Sarah, I elevated you to my audience before we started, but give us a couple of minutes and tell us a little bit about where you started from the very beginning. Because again, you've had this television career, which has been just amazing. And, you know, you didn't just like wake up one morning and say, I'm going to do that. No, I didn't. Right? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that was a far off possibility. So way back, little girl, little town in Minnesota, you know, my mom owned the gift and floral shop down on Main Street. So mm. we were literally like public facing customer service, like little ones from the time I could reach the cash register. It was, how may I help you today? What What can I help you find? Right. So my mom instilled that really, you know, sense of public relations before I knew what that was. And no, TV was not on my radar. I wanted to be a veterinarian. Then I figured out you have to like see hurt animals that didn't compute. Right. But my first taste into broadcasting came when my friend got a gig as a radio DJ and I was <gasps> like, Oh my goodness. We were, we were young. We were 15 and they were like 15 hey, year this... old radio DJ. Yeah. So right. This is, you know, this is what in the nineties and this radio station's like, we need people to work weekends. Nobody wants to, none of the grownups wanted to work Saturdays. So they figured out this, uh, my friend, Matt, he did a pretty good job. He showed up for work and had a great experience. And they were like, do you have any friends like you? And he said, well, my friend, Sarah's pretty great. And so he and I were radio DJs way back then. And then the TV station in town, which was an affiliate for the Minneapolis stations, like a little tiny satellite station, they were like, you guys are using teenagers and they're working out. And, and so pretty soon I got hired at the TV station and I was behind the scenes, you know, running cameras and putting the cassette, you know, like the VHS tapes in the back room. And, and I got to see all of the inner workings of what TV news was all about. And I made friends with the anchors and they were my first mentors. And wow. so not knowing anything, I was like, well, how do you do this? And they're like, well, you go to school for journalism. I'm like, tell me more. And so I, I met a couple of them and one of them I really appreciated told me about the school I ended up graduating from. She's like, well, I went to Drake. It was great. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to Drake. <laughs> and my parents were like, what? <laughs> right? I was the first one to graduate from four-year college and my whole, both sides of my family. And, and away we went. And Drake set me up beautifully for a life in TV news. And so I got to go all over the country and Fargo, North Dakota and freeze. Oh. And as if I didn't have a Northern accent enough, I went to Fargo <laughs> And then I went to Missouri and that's where I met my husband. We would be co-anchors and then literally like fell in love and the rest is history. So he and I then moved to Wisconsin and we were co-anchors for nearly a decade together. And having our babies really showed that, you know, mom and dad being gone until 11 at night. So they were in daycare second shift. Mm, it worked, it worked until, yeah, it worked until it didn't. And our son was two and our daughter was an infant and he did not want to go to bed at daycare. And so that was the tipping point for me to get into business. And it was a big enough pain point. We loved our careers in yeah. TV, but it was a big enough pain point that it's like, this is not what life is about. So one of us had to, had to go. We did our pro and con list and it was me. <laughs> I was still the food source for one of the children. And, and so that tipped the scales. And away we went and I bought my friend's women's magazine as a wonderful bridge and I used my journalism skills and then dove headfirst into business. And my husband, six months later, is like, I want to be in business too. I want to be home with our kids at night. And we laughed because he's like, I want to see a sunset sunset with you, not on Skycam. Because every <laughs> night, yes, we had the Skycam over a Walgreens and that's where we would see the sunsets together and we were like yep 
sunsets in real life were really nice. And so he and I founded our marketing company and that was literally on Independence Day. And he put in his notice to TV and we both plunged into both of us being business owners as if one of us, you know, wasn't <laughs> enough. With two toddlers at home and the rest is history. And we have built and scaled businesses ever since. And it's been a beautiful, thrilling, exciting, terrifying ride. And we are all in for it. And here we are today, eight years later. Whew, what an amazing I journey. You really want me to start? <laughs> start yes. Beginning. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's an amazing journey. And it sounds like a fairy tale. So beautiful. Was it always that easy? Oh, no. I mean, I look back at how intense I was in the news world. Oh, man, was I intense. And guess what? I brought that intensity to business. Mm. And there's a recipe to just fry. I mean, what? Yeah. We were always so, you know, driven to be first and best and like that competitive, be the first with the scoop. It served us very well in business, though, because urgency and that mentality to be best for your clients, they, they can smell that and they want to be a part of it. So in my early business years, yeah, it was, uh, th that was a really big part of my success and a really big part of burnout, too, though. <laughs> the yeah. double-edged sword, you could say. Yeah. So it wasn't always easy, no. Oh, talk about taking parts of your past life parts of your formative life into yeah. your new endeavor, into your new business. What went into creating, embodying, and being in the kind of business that you wanted? Oh, well, it was falling face first into total burnout is what happened. And that's what led to truly my spiritual awakening, which has led to everything I have created that's actually in alignment in business yeah. now and in life. So with that time in the women's magazine and beginning our startup marketing agency, which was a, it still is going today beautifully, full service, but full service means 24 seven in marketing and yeah. crisis communications and PR. But what happened was I, I took all of that urgency and all of that seriousness and all of that drive I had and I forgot to get help. I forgot mm. to I forgot to give myself the gift of rest because the deadlines were always there. The next client was always there. We were feeding our family. We were building a team. The payroll was always knocking on the door. The $5,000 a month printing bill for my free magazine meant I had to hustle my tushy to get advertisers. And so what happened was I got to the point where I was hallucinating. I could not. <gasps> yeah. I mean, I was that tired. Oh, wow. Right. And who needs daycare? Because, hey, we work from home now. Hilariously poor choice. Yet we left for our kids to be home with us. So we're juggling two toddlers, all the stress of business life. And I forgot to tend to myself because I just didn't even know. I didn't even know until yeah. it was yeah. way too late. And so, yeah, a life coach spiritual healers sparked a whole new way of me doing business. And I never looked back <laughs> and, yeah. and to tell you how oh, far I was 
down, my life coach said, maybe you should just start by smelling your shower gel really mindfully because I was so <laughs> gone. That was uh, my first tool was that's, that was my self-care was smelling my shower gel mindfully. And now I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, how did I make it? <laughs> how did I make it? Yeah. And <sighs> you know, the thing is, you know, this, I know this, that it's not a unique situation. No. It's not a unique experience. I think probably most ambitious, high powered, visionary, CEO like leaders, especially women, have experienced this at some point or another, or are at risk of experiencing it when they're transitioning into having their own business. I talk to leaders and entrepreneurs and those kinds of people, and you don't know what you don't know. You have a vision, you have a very strong work ethic. I mean, entrepreneurialism, and being a leader, you can't be lazy. I think there's a lot who fear being lazy, who get mm -hmm. stuck in the burnout and they see that they're not producing or the endeavors that they're working on are not becoming what they envisioned. And so they just need to work harder doing the same thing that they've always been doing. All right. So it's not that people says, aren't motivated. Yeah. You're motivated AF. You know, it's not lack of motivation. It's you're using the tools that you that got you through before through a, like a coping me mechanism, through a survival mechanism. And they've become at some point detrimental to your experience, but you can't see what other options are. That's kind of what I saw in your story there. And you needed somebody to call, call you out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea that there was such a thing as a, a life coach. I had never heard mm. of it. And she changed my life. She literally changed my life. Thank goodness for someone who told me, you know, I think maybe a life coach would be a great idea because they were like, so when's the last time you did something for yourself? And I'm like, oh, there's no time. And I was just so in my rut. But yeah, you cannot see straight, which is why coaching is such a powerful thing, right? Yes, Even it is. Coaches need coaches because we sometimes can't see through our own junk and we have all the tools. We have all the tools yeah. and still we need someone to bounce them off of because we get caught in our patterns and they do serve us well until they don't. And then when we become, you know, a weapon <laughs> against ourselves <laughs> and our well-being, especially as visionaries, I think that's that's one thing I'd love to myth bust is like what if you just owned the fact that you're a visionary and it's okay that you're not good at all the technician stuff? Mm. It's okay because that's where the in fact I believe the burnout happens is the visionary thinks faster, has more ideas than, and it doesn't make integrators wrong or anything. We're just speaking about visionaries, period. We have more ideas before breakfast than some people do in a lifetime. And then we want to take action on all of them. 
<laughs> and it can be overwhelming Yes, because as a visionary, you see all the, the pieces. Yeah. You see all the pieces and you're like, oh, I can do all that. Can you? Can you do all of that in the timeline to make your vision come true before you die? Yeah. Yeah. And, and when you were talking about the results, I think that's the piece where when we can center ourselves enough to not feel like we have to do all the things mm. and trust that the ideas that are meant for us to take action on will be there tomorrow if they still need to be there. But we can trust ourselves enough to know if I act on what's actually calling I can create some results, then I don't have to feel like I have to do my all, all of my ideas to have success, right? Like we can hone in on those beautiful things that really serve our people well, right? The people we're here to help. And, and that's just it. It's like, I have stopped worrying about being the person to do all the things long ago. And I have yeah. stepped into the visionary superpowers that are that deep, belief in what can be right like you said yep. we see it. when you stop worrying about the how mm. and you look at the who who can help who can support who can work in their zone of genius to support me as i work in my zone of genius you know let's get out of the zone of competence and the zone of excellence because sarah let me tell you i am good at a lot of stuff you are good. I mean, you could do whatever you want to do. And the people that I talk to are, they're brilliant. They're capable. They can do all the little bits and pieces. But what is the return on investment of doing those little pieces? How can you pay somebody else to support you so that they can get that done? The stuff that you know, might be kind of fun, but where if you acted in your zone of genius would bring so much return, you know, and it's not all about money, but let's be honest, you know, mm -hmm. we need to have an exchange of energy. Yeah, no money, no mission, the no end. money, no mission. And this goes into, I call it radical self care doing all of the little things that may not be fun, but that allow you to really perform at your best, mm -hmm. to serve at your best, to feel your best. Because when you feel your best, when you have enough energy coming in, you're going to have better relationships with your family. You're going to have incredible, deep, powerful relationships with your clients. Your clients are going to feel it, even if it's just on a video, even if it's through an email, you know, and it sounds woo, but I think woo is sometimes just science that we don't understand yet. And to get a little deep into the, the science, our micro expressions, how we hold our body, how we breathe, how we feel about ourselves, the beliefs. And when I talk about beliefs, it's not just the thoughts. It's like, what do you feel and believe and trust? Mind, body and emotions. All right. And that is what is going to come through in your facial expressions, in the words you choose, in your ability to be present, in your ability to listen. And so, so yeah, that, I mean, being a visionary is great, but you have to believe it. You have to feel it. You have to embody it fully. And so that brings me on because I know you're really big into the power of intention. I want to talk a little bit about values, the power of belief. 
and and a little bit about mission because these things are incredible when you understand how they can be used as tools absolutely the biggest tools ever truly Yeah. yeah and i have no problem fully owning my woo you know why? Yeah. Because I have the major street cred and results to be like, if you need proof, I can show you proof that yeah. woo ends up in the bank. I can show you proof <laughs> that woo ends up as your kid saying, mom, you're the most joyful person I know. Those things that people consider woo or not valid. Like, I think we're seeing this sea change. Yeah. Visionaries, especially like give yourself that gift. What lights you up in the morning in your practices, like, when you feel off, I bet you can point back to, I forgot to whatever, show up on yeah. the yoga mat, forgot to do my breathing, right? You will find that 10 times out of 10, if you're off, you have forgotten the thing that centers you yeah. for the day and just give yourself that gift. Everything else will get better. Yeah. <laughs> and and Sarah, back yeah. me up here, because I, I know that we're not saying that the strategies that um, you're learning don't work. They do. The tips, tricks, techniques, they all work, but there's something that has to come first, you know, because inevitably when you look in the business world, you see, well, people did this technique that I learned and they have like explosive success, but I did the same thing, followed it step by step, step step by step. I did the same thing and Mm -hmm. I got nothing. I got nada, right? And so I think the mistake that people start to think is that they're doing something wrong. So they start looking at the the technique, trick, strategy as they just keep pounding that and ignore the internal. And they just start getting even more frustrated um, and anxious. And so people, if, if you're out there and you're doing something and it's not working, I'm going to suggest that you listen very closely to this next section that we're going to be talking about. All right. So, and honestly, I think if, if people are listening um, to this show, they're already kind of bought in, but we're going to talk about it a little more deeply. Sarah, this has been such an amazing conversation. I would love for you to come back sometime. Would you be open to that? You know I'm a yes. Awesome. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So Sarah, I want, because I there's so much more that I would love to talk with you about because values has come up a few times. I would love for that to be a conversation because that is, mm, man, you can use your values like a compass. Yes, you to can. figure out where you're going to go and how you're going to do things, even if you have no idea in the moment. And the power of belief and mission, there's just so much to talk about. But before we go, I want to also mention that I love Prezies and you have Prezies. And I love to give my listeners Prezies from my guests. So tell me about what you have. It's called the Finish Strong video workshop and ebook. What is that? So it is the set of keys that I use, no matter what's going on in my business, no matter what's going on in my life to finish anything strong. 
Mm. So this, even if you find it on January 2nd, right, you can use this to finish your year strong. You can use it to finish a project strong. It gets us back to the basics of what actually works, takes you out of the Mm -hmm. how, right? It's very tactical and strategic, which is a very big part of who I am. I am a strategist who also knows, all right, these are the five strategies I use to build success in whatever it is I'm doing. So that's what this Finish Strong ebook or video course, you can use them both at once if you want. It just offers, you know, different ways of consuming the content. It will help you do anything you want to do, period. That's brilliant. Yeah. Because, you know, (laughs) as visionaries, we know we're great at starting, but holding Mm -hmm. that vision and finishing strong so that you can create the next part of your vision. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Yes. I love that. And Sarah, how can people find out more about you? So I am everywhere, (laughs) everywhere you are. The Juicy Good Life is on all of the platforms. I personally hang out on Facebook myself. Someday I have, you know, I have hopes and dreams of being an Instagram lady, but I have a great helper for that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm okay with that because I am still just, I go where I'm inspired to be. And so I'm mostly on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, we're everywhere. But yeah, come hang out with me at the Juicy Good Life and we'll have a great time. I like to consider myself that front porch best friend for female founders because Mm. I don't want you to feel alone anymore. Like you're not, you're not alone. You're not alone. Leadership, especially for women, can feel like a very lonely place. And it's lonely because you isolate yourself. It's time to spend time with other leaders. That's right. Right. Sarah, thank you so much. And listeners, all of those links will be in the show notes. Sarah, thank you again. And I can't wait to talk to you in another interview. Thank you for this beautiful opportunity. Thank you for your light shining in the world. And thank you for everything you do. Next week, I'll be talking with Leslie Rochelle. Leslie is a soul-led leadership coach who supports new and emerging leaders to bridge the inner and outer connection with self cultivating the skills and confidence that support their foundational leadership platform so they can powerfully claim their leader within. She's a wife, mama, coach, mentor, international best-selling author, and the founder of Leslie Rochelle Coaching and Consulting. One of the reasons that I'm bringing Leslie on to talk about this is that companies love to promote new executive leaders up from their ranks. It reduces cost, time to productivity, and increases employee retention and team morale. However, research has shown that 40% of new executives fail within 18 months, whether it's the cultural fit, inability to build teamwork, or they're unsure of their role as a new leader. So that's why I'm talking with Leslie Rochelle about her leadership journey, as well as widely held misconceptions and small shifts that can transform your leadership capacity both your sense of fulfillment and impact will skyrocket when you make these shifts. So tune in next week, folks. You don't want to miss it. Hey, thanks for listening. I truly hope you got something out of this episode that you can immediately implement in your life or business. If so, one of the easiest ways you can help me is to please rate, review, and follow this podcast. When you do, you help me reach other heart-centered and socially conscious entrepreneurs 
just like you. By the way, if you are a driven entrepreneur at the top of your game, yet find your consistent successes aren't feeling like you thought they would, I also have a special invitation to share with you especially if you are ready to go deep and stop the self-doubt, self-sabotage, overwork, overwhelm, exhaustion cycle that is holding you back from experiencing success that truly feels like success. I invite you to book a call with me. We'll have an intimate conversation about you and your business, and we'll talk about what's holding you back from regulating your nervous system priming yourself for flow, and elevating your emotional intelligence so that your journey of success feels fulfilling and deeply satisfying. If you still need more help at the end of our call, and it makes sense to both of us, we'll talk about what it would look like to work together. If this sounds good to you, click the Book Trina link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening, and stay tuned for next week. And remember, be awesome.